your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Golden Knights sink to their fourth straight loss and fall in the standings following a couple of weekend road defeats. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We welcome you to Lockdown Golden Knights as we embark on a brand new week here. You can find us on Twitter at LockdownVGK, at TD Chris G, at Tony Dasco, and please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And we are brought to you by our new sponsor, FanDuel. Sign up today for FanDuel at FanDuel.com. Slash locked on. I place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose at fanduel.com slash locked on. Well, Chris, another tough uh, weekend here for VGK. Tough week. Uh, they've now lost seven out of their last eight games. Two losses for VGK over the weekend, four to one of the Rangers. Um, again, the overtime loss to the Islanders. Chris, VGK, this phase of the season having scored just five goals over the past four games and they've gone dry and is this dry January or something like that? Well, they just took it to another level as the drought continues and no momentum now heading into, you know, after the all-star break, nothing. It would have been nice if they could have found a way. I mean, we said three and a half points was about our number and, we hit that ballpark. I mean, two of the games went to overtime. If we have to scrounge to make the glass half full, they're one shot away from in two games from it being, you know, a four point trip. The Rangers game, that's a tough game. And obviously the Golden Knights uh, sold out that game in the sense that they started Aiden Hill that night. They really wanted to get that victory against the the Islanders and that didn't happen. And I'm not saying they didn't give up on Friday night against the Rangers. They just simply wanted to make sure they got the game Saturday. And if they had a good game on Friday, you know, and they were in the game for a while, but they just couldn't, it, it's the theme all season, at least for the last uh, 45 days or so. They just cannot get out of their own way right now with bad turnovers. Aiden Hill flubbed one, just right in someone. Paul Cotter can't peel one off the boards. That's the Ranger game we're alluding to. And here we go again. Yeah. Uh, the free fall continues. Oh, two and two in their last four games. I think one of the uh, one of the shots that pretty much just showed the frustration of this VGK team was when Riley Smith was robbed by Semyon Verlamov in the Islander game with the paddle save. I mean, phenomenal save. But it's like they just are in their own heads as well because after that, you know, woe is me. What else could go wrong? And we've seen this before. Again, they let up the first goal now 12 times in the last 14 games. Yeah, so I'm glad you mentioned that. I was listening to the radio, actually. We were driving on Saturday to a family uh, gathering, and the Islanders get the goal, and Dan Duva, his quote was 13 and 15, and it was, oh, here we go again. Golden Knights go up the first goal, and now 13 and 15 oh, it's 13 games. 13 and 15, okay. That's what, that's what Duva said. Either way, it sucks. I okay, mean, no, but I'm sure is. they're more accurate than I am. <laughs> right. Just the hobbyist here. So, exactly. But my yeah. point where I'm going with this is, you know, the, the VGK employees, they try and sugarcoat things or spin them. And that's their job. I'm not taking anything away from them when I say that. They're trying to put a positive spin on things or they talk about the ice or they talk about the road trip. They talk about the schedule. And 
even I mean, Gary Lawless, he's pretty down the middle. He he tries to play the part of the happy go lucky employee, but he's not very good at it sometimes. And except I mean, that, when he, except when he starts to complain about, you know, the lack of penalties. Well, penalties yeah, there's that. Called, yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Um, but he's having a hard time even, you know, putting a positive spin on things. Everyone's having a hard time putting a positive spin on things. And, you know, I put the poll up. I got to check the results. But who needs this all star break more? The, the players or the fans? And honestly, I think it's the fans that need it more. We need to just, you know, forget about hockey for a while and, you know, whatever it is we can do to fill these next nine or 10 days, you know? Oh, no, they forgot about hockey a while ago. The last four games, the players, uh, that is, I assume. Yeah, the players, of course. And, and Will Carrier uh, Saturday scores that goal from Chandler Stevenson and Phil Kessel. But then the opportunity, uh, the penalty shot, the penalty shot in OT. I uh, tried to go five hole and yeah, he had he it too. It was there. It was there. He, he just missed stone. us. He yeah, just he missed, missed us. It. Okay. And one for 15 in power plays. I think we should dedicate a segment to we what's wrong with the power play this week. <laughs> we have a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. The power play, I mean, there's two things the power play has to achieve. We'll go back to Will Carey in a second. One, you got to get a goal. Two, you have to get momentum. If you get one of those two things, it's a good power play. If you get momentum, eventually it's going to break down the other team's defense. Uh, Will Carrier, so last season he played, I remember, a shift in overtime. And I immediately said, why is he out there in overtime? Because he collided with someone, and just next thing you know, whatever happened, the other team scores. And when he came out for overtime and um, to start overtime, which was Cassidy sending a message to the rest of the team also, keep in mind. I'm like, oh, man, how's he going to do here? And, you know, the start of the shift, it was a little slow, but Stevenson won a couple of faceoffs early in the overtime if we're going to point out some positives here. And then Will Carrier just does what Will Carrier does. He drives to the net like a power forward, draws a penalty shot. Where he went wrong, he didn't go back and talk to Logan Thompson about where to shoot. That was his mistake. Okay, so Bruce Cassidy, we had one deflection over the weekend, right? The Theodore uh, off his skate in the Ranger game. Uh, okay, so Bruce luck, Cassidy. But yeah. Something something that's just confounding to me and something that he said recently, okay? He said that, you know, to end deflections, that the players have to get out of the way. They have to know when to block a shot and when not to block a shot. Yep. You have a 95-mile-an-hour fastball coming in your direction with that puck. There's no way you can get out of the way and not, not block it or not deflect it. I'm sorry. I think it's positioning is what he's probably alluding to. Um, and these players, they have an idea of when they should simply stand still or move and make that attempt. Uh, first example is Braden McNabb, obviously, against uh, the, the, the New Jersey Devils on Tuesday nights. That was not a 95-mile-an-hour fastball, but he was in that in-between zone where he's more or less screening Logan instead of making a good shot block. So I think the positioning aspect is more of what Cassidy was getting at as much as, you know, like you said, 95 mile hour fastball coming. Yeah. There's nothing that could be done. And that's what happened uh, on Sunday, on Saturday night, right? Uh, LT, there's just a wall of VGK defensemen, just all tired. Riley Smith was out there a long time and all three VGK defensemen just unfortunately caught flat footed, tired and, 95 mile an hour puck coming that wasn't 95 but it was still coming pretty darn fast and if the goalie does not catch it immediately off the stick their percentage drops mightily of being able to save a perfect shot in the top shelf as that shot was on saturday nights okay we have a new bruce cassidy it's philip cheetle instead of philip heedle cheetle philip philip cheetle uh the first 10 minutes you know aiden hill uh was interviewed on uh saturday night 
uh, prior to the game, I had heard an interview with him on the broadcast, and he said in the Ranger game, the first 10 minutes, VGK had four two-on-ones. They couldn't capitalize on the rush, and of course, that's the game that Aiden Hill... Aiden Hill said that, or, or the broadcast said that? No, Aiden Hill had said that, that they should have won the game because they just could not capitalize That's interesting. on the odd man rush there in the game. Yeah, I thought that was real interesting. He's getting a little spicy. I like it. Yeah, and he had the turnover, of course, and uh, the bread man uh, cashed it in. But that was another tough game, Philip Cheadle. A uh, tough game for, for VGK. Philip Cheadle was my first ever Cheadle. autograph that I pulled in a card, actually, now that I think about it. When I, when I got back into the card game, that was the first ever autograph I pulled. <laughs> okay. Uh, coming up next, uh, Jack Eichel. Still in that funk. We love that word, funk. One assist, no goals the last 10 games. And to boot, a minus 10. And we want to talk about the relationship, perhaps, between Cassidy and Eichel. And is Cassidy being too hard on the $10 million a year man? We'll get to that when we return right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Our next partner has a product that Chris and I literally use every day. We start to take Athletic Greens, mostly because we are always on the run. We are two busy hombres. We really are. And we've been taking it for a while now. Uh, Again, Athletic Greens, super healthy, very mild tasting, uh, tropical taste. It tastes really good. And something that you would look forward to taking each and every day, you need to try it with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, Whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, my favorite word, especially on a Monday morning. And again, it is lifestyle friendly. You need to try it. They use the best of the best products based on everything that they could find, the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. Costs less than $3 a day, and you are investing in your health, folks. That's something that you really need to do. It's cheaper, cheaper than getting all the different supplements by yourself and going out and spending those, and it's better than your cold brew habit. And uh, in 2020, AG donated over 1.2 million meals to kids, and uh, we definitely appreciate what they do for the community. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network again athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas went viral this past weekend a little bit, Chris, because I did that uh, one interview and I had said that the, uh, the misfits, the misfits were responsible for getting Pete DeBoer fired. And then <laughs> I talked about VGK on the interview I talked about UNLV basketball, and that was the one clip that they pulled from there. And so they're probably in Cabo together right now, right? Foley, Marcia so, and Carlson. They've got to be in Cabo together on this break. Okay, so back to the biz. So dating, uh, dating back to the, the preseason, right, or la- the end of last season and everything, and then Cassidy gets hired, uh, we know that Cassidy and Eichel were there at the Cape. They were enjoying a little coffee there and just chilling okay and Cassidy you know just said we want to make you a more complete player they had this discussion boy I would love to have been a fly on the wall for that Um, and then you know of late now um, I feel as though Cassidy 
has ridden Jack Eichel. Yes, he's a $10 million a year man. I get that. I get that he's a superstar. I don't know that VGK has supported him in a matter that's going to make him successful. But of late, we also heard, you know, Cassidy lashing out, uh, said that he's not the same driving force that he was earlier in the season. He said that he has failed with the expectations. And so I'm going to ask you the question. Well, the first question is Foley, uh, along with Marcia Stone Carlson and Cabo together this week. Uh, but the big question here is, is, is Cassidy perhaps riding uh, Jack Eichel too hard? No. No. I mean, how uh, – listen, Cassidy is going to run this team his way. And this is not just a Cassidy thing. This is many NHL coaches. Their shelf life is two and a half, three, three and a half years tops. A, VG coach right, a VGK coach right now, this is season six. This is coach number three. Do the math. His time is, is ending soon. Call it what it is. His time is ending soon unless, uh, you know, we make a couple deep runs. Then maybe he'll get four or five years instead. So Cassidy is not here to make friends. Cassidy is not here to do anything but run the team the way he thinks the team needs to be run. And this is what this team needs. Uh, Gallant was a play, like a veterans coach in the sense that he would take care of the vets, but I think there was also fair treatments and he would lash out when needed. DeBoer was the country club. Call that what it is. And there's a bigger looming problem there, but I think more DeBoer in general was a more laid-back coach than all of the three VGK coaches we've had. Cassidy, he's not pulling any stops. He is not here to coddle these players. It doesn't matter if it's a $10 million Jack Eichel or a $1 million, not even a $1 million Paul Cotter. I think all players are being treated the same right now. And Eichel needs to produce, and he needs to be able to do it when his best friend, Mark Stone, is not out there with him. Because when Mark Stone is out there, he's a, a point, one, 1.07 points per game. Now, since Eichel's injury, where Stone has also missed a lot of time, coincidentally, he is now dropping to right around a point every other game, if not less. So, yes, he needs to be ridden, whatever it's open doors, closed door, any door in between. Okay, accountability. We get all of that part. Okay, but I know that Cassidy has tried to change Jack Eichel's game, wants him to play more defensively. Let him just open it up. And then the other thing. He does again, a good job, though. Right, but we've too. talked we've talked about them shuffling lines consistently. So in the Ranger game, uh, Michael Amadio was on the line with Eichel. In the third period of that game, Cassidy sat down Amadio. Like there's no consistency. I don't get how he can ride him and talk about failed expectations when they're not putting him in the right position to succeed. It's clear that the only line combination with Jack Eichel that is going to constantly produce is Mark Stone, Chandler Stevenson, Jack Eichel. Chandler Stevenson, Jack Eichel inserts. Amadio had flashes with it, but to your point, there is a lot of juggling happening, happening right now. It's every single game. And Duva pointed this out, I want to say maybe three weeks ago in the postgame. At what point do you let the players work it out? Maybe at the sacrifice of knowing you're going to might have a hard game or two, but then the players kind of work it out. You can do what you want in the practices, but when it comes down to game speed, that's a much different thing. Um, Amadio and was it 
uh, March or so were swapped from Friday to Saturday. I want to say, yeah, yeah. There's no practice. There's no. There's not even a pregame skate since they played. You know, two days in a row. Right. So you know, that's those are the things that I think really need to get worked out during this break. I know that I don't believe the teams even can practice. The players can probably skate on their own. I don't think there can be any organized team activity for a certain period of time. I think that's just part of the CBA during the All Star break and all that nonsense. So I don't think the players can even come back until probably Monday or even maybe the Maple Leafs will leave early like they did uh, during the Christmas break and get fined another half million dollars. Maybe here's there's the plan. BGK should practice every day this week, every day, pay that half million dollar fine. There'll be three and a half million dollars well spent by the time the week settles. Okay, I thought and they can't complain that they were overworked there at the end of the you know, going into the break, I want to everybody's call overworked. Everybody's yeah, overworked. Stop it. Okay, yeah, the, definitely dog days. The dog days—they're all dog days. Just there's just the entire organization is excuse lady. Organize, okay, organize, organization, organization, organization. Yeah, no, that that line that Eichel was on was Marcia So and Cotter, right in the Islander game. Wasn't it Cotter on that line? I believe. So. I think so. I know they swapped. I know. I know two players were swapped on on the Eichel line going from Friday to Saturday. I didn't watch the games terribly close. I caught bits and pieces of each one. We actually checked out the Silver Knights game on Friday night. That was, um, yeah, it was, how's it Larry, was a game. How's Larry Brossois doing? Uh, we saw Patera on Friday. Brossois played Saturday. Did you see Oscar Dansk? Yeah, Dansk had a good game. Dansk had a good game Saturday night. Cal, the Calgary Wranglers. There you go, Tony. Wow. The Calgary Wranglers. See, that's um, a player that I thought that they gave up on too soon. I liked Dan. Yeah, but being that he's buried in Cal Gary right now, I think um, the rest of the NHL kind of has the same perspective. I like Dan. Don't get me wrong. He was a William Carlson's buddy, too. So maybe that's why William Carlson is uh, not happy. There you go. I got a William Carlson referencing. Oh, my goodness. I think Eichel's playing the wrong sport, too. At, at least twice this season, I've heard Cassidy and Eichel. Should he play softball? No, they both have alluded to lack of run support for the goalies. <laughs> run support. It's pretty funny. Fair. Okay. I mean, they're not scoring. I mean, all the stuff we're it? talking about, like, you know, yeah. it doesn't, the goalies are fine. Just have you, have score. you noticed, have you noticed Eichel better defensively? Yes. Eichel has a much more active stick. He does play, Don't play defense. Come on. You're in the Honda Pacific for crying out loud. No. And that's fair. I mean, the Pacific is charm and soft and that's thank, thank God we're in the Pacific or this would be a much different situation. And I would be buying in to all these, uh, I mean, we get three times a day now, people with that meme, you know, it's panic button, you know, and all <laughs> that stuff. A lot and of that. and yeah, I appreciate that too. Button. Don't get me wrong. I get it. Um, you know, and like I said, I'm not concerned about the first 52 games, not nearly as much as I am the next nine games. The next nine games will be the the tipping point and the trajectory of the season. If they go four five and one in these next nine games, then the, the division gets even farther away. And, you know, what's McCrimmon going to do right now? That's the other question. That's probably an entire topic by itself, but that's going to give us the, if McCrimmon doesn't do anything in the next two weeks, Mark Ooh. Stone's coming back soon. I think that's one way we can look at it. Yeah. If we do see a, a mid to high dollar acquisition, Mark Stone is done. So for the season and we'll see if not when, if he comes back, but Cassidy mentioned we should see him on the other side of the all-star break, but he doesn't know when. So yeah, Stone will be back for the playoffs just like last year. He'll be back for the playoffs. Yeah. How'd that work out? Exactly. Coming up next, does Logan Thompson need a breather? Does he need a break himself? He won't get one because he will be the starting goaltender for the Honda Pacific in the all-star game. Got that uh, sponsored mention there. Back with more of this on Lockdown Golden Knights. 
The Super Bowl is coming up. Oh, sorry, the big game. The big game. And the current line has Philadelphia minus one and a half over the cheating. Oh, I'm sorry, over the Chiefs. Yeah, that was rigged. Uh, 49 and a half is the total. It opened up at uh, 48 and a half. So a lot of money coming in on the Eagles and on the total in that game. And we are, what was I getting? Oh, we're really excited to have FanDuel as our partners here on Locked On because, uh, again, it's the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. If you are new to FanDuel, it's even better because they have so many great features that make betting on sports fun to make it easy. New customers join today and you could get the $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Sign up today, fanduel.com slash locked on, fanduel.com slash locked on. And FanDuel has your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to those amazing player props, which is so much fun on Super Bowl Sunday, up oh, big game Sunday. Plus, you can even combine your bets with a chance to get that bigger payout on the same game parlay. And of course, it's on the app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Football fans, again, don't miss out. Place your $5 bet. Get $150 in free bets. Win or lose at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Welcome back, everyone. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. And please subscribe to the YouTube channel for crying out loud. People hang on that YouTube channel an awfully long time. The boss man told us so, right? There we go. There we go. People like uh, listening to us. Yep. I know. Especially, you know, and later in the show. And a lot of times we just throw stuff out there. That's our freelance, you know, segment there. But this is important because I believe that Logan Thompson has hit that wall. I think he needs, again, a physical and a mental break. We have to keep in mind that this is the heaviest workload he's ever encountered, right, in the NHL. And a record of 19-13-3, he's played in 35 games so far. And he has one win, Chris, since January the 7th. And this is a guy that really, that was the Washington game. This is a guy that I think needs a breather. He was obviously frustrated this past week. Uh, he burdened the loss against the Devils, took it on his shoulders. And I think it's time. I don't know how he gets to relax this week because he'll be traveling to Florida. He'll probably be in some of those skills competitions. I think they have one where goalies try to score goals. I think that should be fun, whatever. But again, and then he comes back to another heavy workload because they're going to be on the road for the next two. So we talked a few times in the offseason about how many games we think LT should start and what would be too many. Right now, you said 35 games. The Golden Knights have played 51 games, if my math is correct. Logan Thompson has played 68% of those games, which has him on pace for the exact number which I said he should play, which is 55 games. Wow! Now, if we retro this to like the last 20 games... I think that number would go up a lot. And I think he's probably on pace for 62, 63, 65 games. And we'll, we'll probably have a show where we get a little deeper into the schedule. We can maybe uh, plot which goalies we think are going to play and things like that. So overall, from a totality perspective, his workload is fine. From a recency perspective in the last three weeks, he's getting a lot. And the back-to-back against Arizona, I think if I, we're going to look at 
the one move, <clears throat> one move where I think we all will disagree with Cassidy. I think that's it. Um, Aiden Hill, listen, his save percentage is not this high, but his win loss, his wins and losses are up there. So Aiden Hill should be getting a little bit more time right now because he's getting a little more run support. If we're going to talk about that. So I think the all-star break will do LT some good. I think being around all these players, especially a first timer, he will be absolutely floored to be there. I think it's only going to help Logan, honestly. He should be in Cabo with Marshall. So again, Carl, he might be. And, and Maybe Fulton. he is. LT, just taking too many losses, but mental losses as well, okay, of late. And, you know, one thing that really stands out, how did this segment of the season end, right? How did the month of January end for him? Terrible. They, they lose to the Islanders, okay? I don't know if you caught this or not. The players were just like, they were shell-shocked, okay? And LT was there in net, and it took them a while to go out onto the ice. And Same he thing just, on Tuesday. Same thing on Tuesday against the Caps. Same thing. He just stood there. But, like, mentally, it is really going to wear him down if this continues because he's one of those high-octane guys, okay? And he's just going, going. He's a type A personality, no doubt. And then when things aren't working out for him, he takes it hard. He, again, pushes himself a little bit more. He's changed a little bit of his dynamics in the net. He says he's been more aggressive. He comes out a little bit more of the net to try to, you know, they're toying with him now in his game. That's a lot, a lot, a lot for an NHL rookie to absorb, I believe. And that's just the thing. He's a kid. I mean, he's an older rookie, but he's a kid being out there in the first time in these NHL arenas feeling the pressure. I mean, he, I think, you know, playing in all the other leagues leading up to the AHL and even at the AHL, there's a different amount of pressure that's put on you. The pressure to advance and improve your game versus the pressure to win at the national level are completely different. No, I've never experienced what that's like. I can't tell you from firsthand, but we can certainly look at how other kids, these are kids, call them what they are you know, how they react on the big stage. And Logan's handling it well. Let's be clear. He's handling it well. We're not saying he's not an NHL goalie. We're not saying anything like that. He is an all-star, a starting all-star goalie in the NHL. But there's ups and downs and there's everything in between. He's deleted his social media. He did mention, you know, not that he was overly active besides, you know, hitting me in the offseason with donkey memes and things like that. But again, it's getting in his head. It's getting in his head. And that's a, a goalie's worst nightmare is when you start overthinking things and goalies are, are a different human being. We've talked about this. You can compare them to starting pitchers. They're, they're wired a bit differently. They're just a bit goofy at times, you know, and whatever terminology you want to use. And if they can't get out of their own way, it's not just goalies. It's the entire golden Knights. If you can't get out of your own way, it's going to be tough to succeed, which we're seeing firsthand by all the golden Knights. This is not near, this is not at all on Logan Thompson, at all. I mean, sure, he gets part of it. He's a, he has, he's on the team. But if the team can't score, who the heck cares? Who cares what okay. the goalie does? This is the biggest workload in the upper echelon of hockey, okay, for Logan Thompson. It's only going to get said, tougher. I said to you before, though, I thought that there was a point, January-ish, early in the month, where I, I asked you, I remember asking you, has Logan Thompson hit that rookie wall? Because he's never experienced this before. He's going into uncharted territory. And I just think he needs that mental break. The physical part, I get. The mental break, especially when you're very hard on yourself. And now he's going to go and 
he's going to be in the spotlight again this weekend. You know he wants to play well, and he's up against every major superstar, right, in the National Hockey League. Uh, I think it's too much for him to handle. I personally do. It's there's a lot of things happening right now. And, you know, not to I try and do this too often, but to um, some of our takes lately, Tony, about Logan playing too much about Jack not getting the proper line mates. You were dead on that one. You've been on that one for a long time. Me back in November saying something is not right. And that was with a healthy Vegas Golden Knights roster when I made that statement. And there's, you know, a lot of things that we have seen from a long way away. And to be fair, this team also did have a 13 and two, 13 and three start when things were going well, they were going really, really well. Was that because of a, you know, a weak division and the schedule and just taking advantage of other teams couldn't get out of the gate. Well, whatever, fine. You know, can the team handle the dog days of summer or does this team now bounce back and have, you know, a very strong finish and time's only going to tell. And unfortunately, unfortunately now we're going to have a, you know, eight more days to, uh, guess and debate and discuss instead of uh, watching hockey i i hate this break it's too long but maybe vgk needs it do the fans need it i wanted to ask you you put that out there because i haven't looked at the results the Um, fans are starting to get a little peeved okay oh no doubt they're going to be impatient and they're spoiled just as much as the players on this team are Uh, i i just think the fans also needed that breather we got to talk about this this week too 55 45 was the split players to fans from our poll yeah and see, there's still fans that are just pretty annoyed with the way that this team is performing. And the fact, it's one thing if you're losing games. It's another if you have just five goals over the past four games. They got to start scoring. They got to figure it out. The other prediction I made, Jack Eichel, his teammate, his line mate is not on this team. Not on the roster currently. Not on the roster. Fair. They, they need to bring in someone. They need to make a deal to help him out and build this team around Eichel. He's going to be the superstar Stone, I don't know if Stone will be back. Why not put Will Carey in line one? Why not? Why not try it? Okay, do it. With who? Marsha saw is the third piece? I don't care. I don't did care. You notice, did you notice Eichel just, again, skating around in circles at times? He couldn't find anyone open in the last couple of games over the weekend. Do you see that, too? Yeah, I mean, let's get – you have Eichel, a playmaker. You have Carey, the power forward, and – you know, it could be Amadio, it could be Chandler Stevenson, it could be Paul Cotter, it could be Marches. So, like, spin that dial, but why not milk everything you can out of Will Carrier, who has the most heart on this team right now, and play, and showing it every single night. Okay, coming up tomorrow, let's talk. Uh, can we dive into what's wrong with the power play unit? Because this was going pretty well. I think It's only a 30-minute show, Tony, but sure, we'll try. Okay, I think they're still ranked 11th in the power play area this season but we'll get into some of that and much much more we've got a full week here and then of course we'll lead you into the all-star break and all of that and the game coming up this weekend we thank you all for tuning in thanks for making us your first listen each and every day we definitely like our fans to be engaged not our fans we don't have fans our followers our followers to be engaged yeah the people we got fans. yes okay we got fans we'll be back tomorrow right here on locked on golden knights